Welcome back to the Jim Leach Show, where our motto is it's never too soon to start talking about the 2022 election. Among the races that will be on your ballot next year is the U.S. Senate seat currently held by Democrat Tammy Duckworth. Several Republicans have announced their intention to seek the GOP nomination to challenge Senator Duckworth next year. One of them is named Tim Arview, a Republican from Southern Illinois, and he joins us live this afternoon. Tim Arview, welcome to the program. Great to have you here. Thanks, Jim, and uh, congratulations. I saw you just got married. I did, in fact, just a few days ago. Thank you so much for that. I, I greatly appreciate it. Uh, and uh, first, let, let's find out a little bit about you. Uh, I know a lot of folks in our area uh, probably are not real familiar with your name yet, so give us a bit of your background, what you do, and why you want to be the next U.S. Senator from Illinois. Sure. So uh, one of the big things that uh, I come across uh, when I when I talk to people across the state is when I say Southern Illinois, uh, a lot of times there's a little confusion about where where that actually is and where that line is. And it's, it's the same issue for people from where I am. So where I am is Franklin County, which is actually just about an hour north of Paducah. So very, very into the state almost. Uh, so we're, we're pretty far south. Um, which to me makes it an advantage. Uh, it, it makes it more difficult to uh, get to people, to talk to people, but it's an advantage because uh, from here we see a lot of the issues that concern most of the state. Uh, everybody in the state knows what's going on in Chicago because it's publicized, but not a lot of people hear about the issues from southern Illinois and even central Illinois. So from by being here, I feel like that, uh, I have kind of a bird's eye view of the issues that are going on in this state, and that's that's one of the reasons I feel like that that I would be a stronger candidate. Um, now, as far as why me, why am I running? Uh, a few years ago, I felt like that God had called me to run for office, and I didn't really know what it was. And so, like most things, when you feel like that you're supposed to do something but you don't know what to do, is I didn't do anything, and I I just sat on it for a long time, and uh, but it never left. The the feeling just never left, and so finally, I really started, you know, digging into it and talking to family and things, and and uh, we we kind of came to the agreement that this was the right time and and the right office to seek. So this is your first run for elective office. Not really. Uh, I did run in 2020. I primaried our state representative, Dave Severin, uh, because he had voted for the, the gas tax, doubling the gas tax. And um, I, I kind of that was that was at the point where I was I was still kind of questioning what it was I was supposed to run for. And so I thought that that maybe. But I honestly never felt good about running against a fellow Republican uh, and a fellow Christian, I know Dave, I know his family, and you know we, we've known each other and been good friends. So I, I didn't feel real comfortable with that, but at the same time, I felt like he had made the wrong decision and a few others as well uh, in, in the state house. And so I, I ran on that, that platform. Uh, but since then, me and Dave have come to terms with that and, and come to an understanding of that. And, and, and we both agree that it's, it's not right for, for fellow, uh, Christians, especially to, to go against each other like that. And so, uh, so now we're, we're both kind of, I wouldn't say endorsing each other necessarily, but we are, we're definitely in each other's camp as far as running against, 
uh, the Democrats. Isn't Senator Duckworth a Christian also? You're seeking to challenge her next year. How is that different? Well, a lot of people can claim that. And and I know that that gets into a real sticky situation because that's not something that there's, you know, we've got the Bible, uh, but we don't really have anything in the Bible that says if you're going to be a Christian, this these are the attributes and these are the things, and you check the boxes off, and therefore you're a member. Uh, that's not necessarily how it works, um, but it's a it's a personal feeling, it's a personal decision. So I guess to clarify, with Dave, I because I knew his spiritual background, I knew his church background, I knew. Uh, where he was coming from, that made me feel more aligned with him. Whereas with Tammy Duckworth, I don't, I don't necessarily feel like that she's, she's showing evidence of being a true Christian. We're talking with Tim Arview, Republican candidate for the U.S. Senate. I want to delve into these issues, but tell me a bit more about your professional background. What do you do for a living? Uh, what, what sort of uh, life experience do you bring to this race? Yeah, so um, I come from a long line of entrepreneurs. Uh, my dad and all of his brothers always owned their own businesses, uh, ran their own thing, and so I always took part in that. Uh, my my first job wasn't fast food. It was actually uh, helping out on a furnace cleaner truck, uh, getting dirty and, and doing hard work for the family, for family jobs. And so I always kind of had that in me, too, to – it, it was just a, a desire to work for myself, to generate my own income, and not not work for someone else. Of course, when you're starting out, you kind of you kind of have to. Uh, but in 2018, I, I got my insurance license, and uh, I had been a manager of a of an AT&T retailer, uh, pretty big store in uh, Marion, Illinois, that they had just opened up, and uh, I felt like I had just gone as far as I could with them. And so it was time to uh, time to take control of my own future and my own uh, economy, my own economics. So I I went out on my own, started my own insurance agency, and I've been doing that ever since. Excellent. Uh, now let's talk about some of the issues. As you said, you you see a perspective from Southern Illinois uh, of things that you think don't necessarily get enough attention. So what are the big issues you're going to be running on in 2022? Well, uh, one now some of the issues that I feel like um, affect us are things that can't necessarily be helped directly from uh, Washington, uh, but by working with Republican legislators in the state and the governor of the state and things like that, we can, we can make things, and we're not the only state in this position. We're not, you know, Southern Illinois isn't like its own unique thing. There are other other people in the country that have the same conditions that we do. Uh, for instance, uh, one of the big ones is jobs. Um, down here, we, we have uh, we have a hard time getting getting companies to come into the area, uh, mostly because we're we're just overtaxed down here, and the companies don't want to open up, or for various reasons. But uh, to try to make our our country just as a whole more business friendly, more entrepreneur friendly, so that more people can open their own businesses, we don't have to depend on large corporations uh, to employ people, but we can actually help people 
to be able to provide for themselves. Can I ask how you would do that? Uh, you, you mentioned, again, working with state legislature, uh, maybe the governor mm-hmm. of the state. We don't know yet who that will be after 2022. Right. Uh, but from Washington, as a U.S. senator, what sorts of things would you want to propose or advocate for uh, to help with job creation in areas like Southern Illinois? Well, we've got a lot of uh, financial mismanagement and uh, usually at this point is when someone wants me to point to one particular thing, but the thing is there's not just one particular thing. Um, there's just a lot of uh, waste, a lot of uh, bureaucracy. Um, we, we spread the money out instead of consolidating it into just one purpose, and I think that that money, a lot of that money, we can look at some of these different programs that aren't, we don't have to eliminate the program, but we just need to make them more efficient. And if we make them more efficient, then we have more money available for other programs. And so then by putting that money into uh, states promoting business in the state, then that that can help the entire country because then people are are able to – and, in fact, I went to a city council meeting here in West Frankfurt to talk about that very thing, even on the city level, to say if someone's wanting to open a business, let's let's help them. Let's let's provide – the resources to them to be able to be successful uh, with with sort of a uh, like a TIF type uh, program where you you give them some money and and you help them to develop their business and after a certain amount of time if the business is still there if they're successful well then the money was a grant uh, if it's not well then it was a loan and they can pay it back. Uh, when you go to your website, the first thing that pops up there on a list of issues on the homepage is about the Second Amendment and gun rights. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. we have a lot of gun violence in this state and in this nation. Do you think that there should be anything more done out of Washington to try to address that? Any laws that you would advocate for, or do we just leave it status quo? I think that um, part of the problem is that we are by legislating these things, we're creating a society where only the criminals have guns. And so we're going to see more and more uh, gun violence because of that. So in my opinion, uh, less regulation, less legislation is better because then it provides a a system where law-abiding citizens have guns and therefore there there would be less crime. But law-abiding citizens can get guns right now uh, with really no problem whatsoever. I, I'm, I'm not sure what laws you're referring to that keep law-abiding citizens from having guns. Can you point to an example? Well, the FOID. Um, I mean, it's not with no problem whatsoever. It, it's a pretty big problem. Uh, it's, a, it's a hassle. It's a, a huge hurdle. Uh, in fact, it's, I, I would argue that it's even... Um, if, if it's uh, racist to have voting uh, laws, then it's, it's racist to have these kind of laws for guns because only people with the money and the time to put into it are able to actually have the gun. But that's a state law, not a federal law. You're running for federal office. I guess yeah. what I'm asking is what uh, what's going on at, at the federal level uh, that you think is keeping people from getting guns? Well, no, what I'm saying is that I wouldn't advocate for any kind of federal legislation to to get in the way of that. And, in fact, I would push for legislation or even a constitutional amendment to prevent, which, I mean, there already is. It's the Second Amendment. But to prevent 
any states from enacting any kind of FOID law. You mentioned uh, uh, the voting rights issue and uh, those who suggest that some of the things that are happening around the country in relation to access to the ballot uh, could be viewed as racist or viewed as voter suppression. It's a weird question Mm -hmm. to ask, but I guess we kind of have to ask these days. uh, Do you think Joe Biden legitimately won the 2020 election? Is is he the lawfully elected president (laughs) of the United States? So that that is the million dollar question. My answer to that would be, I don't know. Um, I would assume so, based on the information that I have available. Uh, but I don't think that there's anything wrong with someone questioning that. Well, did you think uh, that Donald because, Trump was legitimately elected in 2016, or did you not know then? No, that's what I'm saying. I I would have had the same assumption. But if Hillary Clinton had said, "No, I don't think I don't think Trump won." And I think that we need to investigate this. I would have been right behind her to say, yes, let's let's look. Really? Even though the vote was certified by every state and certified by the Congress, you would have you would have said maybe we we shouldn't uh, swear Donald Trump in. Maybe we should look at what Hillary Clinton's saying. You would have said that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with questioning that. I don't, but what's, I don't but what's the basis a, for questioning it? What what do you think is still in doubt about the 2020 election? No, it's it's not it's not about anything in doubt. It's about we're a democracy, and if someone wants to wants to question the results of a democratic election, they should have the right to do that. Well, I, I suppose, but that's sort of like saying that uh, you know we we should question whether gravity exists. I mean, you can raise the question, but it doesn't really alter the fact. The fact is that the election was held and we know the results of it i guess uh you know it it seems like a fairly easy thing to say joe biden won but you you didn't really come out and say that no well and i'm saying that from the information that i have i would say yes he did but if someone wants to question that i don't i'm not opposed to them questioning that i feel like a lot of times when someone is going to say joe biden won the presidency then you're going to have people that will say well, then you're against questioning that? You're against uh, the audit? No, I'm not against the audit. But then if I say I'm against the audit, they say, so you didn't think you really won the election? No, that's, those aren't mutually exclusive ideas. They, they can exist simultaneously. That we can, we can say, yes, they won. And at the same time, let's look into it to make sure that it was done correctly. Tim Arview with us, Republican candidate for the United States Senate. Your website uh, offers merchandise for sale. And one of the things that's Mm -hmm. available for sale is a shirt that says unvaccinated because freedom. Uh, Are are you vaccinated against COVID-19? Well, I don't think anybody has the right to ask someone else that question, just like... Well, I've got the right to ask, just like we have the right to ask about the election. Well, you don't have to yeah. answer, but I, I've got yeah, the right that, to ask. That, that would be, that would be what, I, what I'm saying, yeah. Just like uh, you could ask if someone has, uh, you know, ever had AIDS or something like that. You can ask that, but it's really not not anyone's business. And But you're, uh, but you're selling shirts available. for people to advertise that they're not vaccinated. The, yeah, the, so they can I mean, I'm not. I'm not do, saying. Do, do you wear? Do you wear one of those shirts that you're selling on your site? No, you don't. Okay. Uh, no. I, I guess what I'm what I'm asking because the you know you're selling it and it's a suggestion that being unvaccinated is somehow a, a statement for freedom. I'm vaccinated, but nobody made me get vaccinated. So I, where right. does freedom come into that? Because you're so, free to not be vaccinated. So the 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 service that I use for for making those the the merchandise. 
um, I, I kind of got on a, a vendor for a while, and, and, and I made a whole lot of designs. And I've actually introduced a new design, but they haven't gotten to it yet. I'm adding vaccinated because freedom, because to me it's the same thing. If if you want to be vaccinated, yes, you're absolutely free to be vaccinated. If you don't want to be vaccinated, you're absolutely free not to be vaccinated. You know, one last question. I, I'd love to keep talking to you. We got we're almost out of time here, but mm-hmm. you know, this is a really blue state. We've got Democrats in all the constitutional offices, Democratic control of the legislature. Tammy Duckworth won with fifty five percent of the vote against an incumbent Republican five years ago. Uh, what what makes you think you could take her out next year? Uh, do do you feel like your views are in line with the majority of Illinoisans? I think that a lot of the people that voted for Tammy Duckworth from from the people that I've spoken with this this is the what I'm getting from them is that there were a lot of even Republicans who voted for Tammy Duckworth because they thought that she was for veterans they thought that she would be supportive of a lot of Republican and conservative values and she has shown that she is not in support of those things and so they're tired of it they're they're ready for someone who's actually going to stand up for what they believe and actually do the things that they say and not just run on some rhetoric that they're not actually going to follow through with it's going to be a fascinating race to watch next year tim Arview, a candidate for the u.s senate to running in the republican primary how do people find out more about your campaign yeah, so like you mentioned, the website, it's uh, rviewforillinois.com. Uh, I've also got a Facebook page. Uh, it is uh, Vote for Rview, F-O-R-R-View. And then uh, on Twitter, Rview, the number four, Illinois. And do me a favor and spell Rview for people so that they know exactly sure. how to find all of that. Yeah, yeah, it often gets mispronounced. So it is A-R-V-I-E-W. A-R-V-I-E-W, Tim R. Republican candidate for the United States Senate from the state of Illinois. 